Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Manny D. Hey, Kieran. And the human takes the seed from the fairy to remember. If you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that's a spoiler. Wow, you sound so unenthusiastic. Is there a reason behind this? There's a lot of places I'd rather be, a lot of things I'd rather be talking about. Let's put it that way. Wow, okay. Straight off the bat, I like that. There's no hesitation at all. So what we do on this podcast, if you haven't listened to an episode before, is we look at all the pre-release material for an upcoming Hollywood blockbuster, and then we attempt to predict as much of the plot as humanly possible before the movie comes out. And then when the movie does come out, we watch it, we sit in the cinema with our 3D glasses on, and we enjoy it for what it is. Oh, fuck, this is 3D, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. And then we see how close we were. And if you want to put one of our previous predictions to the test, you currently can, because in cinemas right now, you can run out and see it today, is Violent Night, the David Harbour Santa Claus movie. Exciting. Starring Christy. <laughs> yeah, Christy. <laughs> the little girl. I hope they change the name just so I get some points. Well, yes. it's very unlikely that they'll name you Christy, but you know. So, Manny D and I are actually going to run out and see Violent Night right after this, because yeah. we're actually excited to see it. Yeah. And uh, a movie that Manny D especially isn't excited to talk about is the one that we're here this week to talk all about Avatar, the sequel to Avatar, Avatar The Way of Water. Mm-hmm. 15 years in the making. Yes. So Manny D has uh, quite famously decried Avatar, the original movie, the 2009 James Cameron movie, back on one of our movie talk episodes. I think it was called Totally Overrated. If you haven't listened to that, please go back and listen to that. Probably going to be a better episode than this one. But in that episode, I think he said the most overrated movie of all time was Avatar because he went in expecting to see Avatar The Last Airbender up on the big screen. Which was also a shit movie, but I didn't know that at the time. Don't forget that M. Night Shyamalan did the, the Avatar The Last Airbender movie because of... You know, this franchise that we're here to talk about, franchise, that's right, there's five movies in the making, and we're going to talk about all of them in the future. Oh, God. <laughs> if there was ever a reason what? that Matty D would want to quit the show. What did I do to deserve this? Was I Hitler in my past life? <laughs> like, what? Oh. And yeah, so M. Night Shyamalan, he couldn't use the title Avatar because Avatar was already copyrighted by this this franchise. And so they didn't want to be like, oh, shit, we can't have, like, Avatar, The Last Airbender as our title because that will confuse people. They'll go in expecting the Na'vi and Natiri and Jake Sully. <laughs> and instead we got another piece of shit movie. <laughs> of course, Avatar, The Way of Water is a, is a long-awaited sequel. I think Matty D said 15 years in the making. The original movie came out all the way back in 2009. Little Matty D was there with his bucket of popcorn, his huge uh, drink. I was so disappointed. In the cinema, all excited so to see Aang and that flying buffalo that he rides around I remember on. distinctively, as soon as I saw the sweat like fly, I remember this first scene, Kieran, it's clear as day, mm. the sweat flies off, it's a 3D effect, sweat fl- like flies off um, uh, Sully's brow. In, oh, no, no, maybe it's the twin. Look, a, a person in space, sweat flies off his brow, and I'm right. just like, where's the Fire Nation? <laughs> What's going on? Why are they in space? Oh, no. Where am I? What am I, I watching? I think you would have had the exact same reaction if you saw M. Night Shyamalan's uh, Avatar maybe, movie in cinemas. Maybe, but at least I know what was going on. I was, like, really lost uh, when I started watching that. So, the original movie. Avatar movie was directed and written by James Cameron. So, if you're not familiar with James Cameron, I don't know where you've been. Why are you listening to a movie podcast if you don't know who James Cameron is? He, I guess, very famously directed Titanic. Uh, what was that one where water was like a blob and the abyss, if you remember that movie? I never watched that as movie. As well as Terminator 1 and 2, fantastic movies. Aliens, yeah. fantastic movie. Yeah. And some other stuff. Some other stuff, Some yeah. other stuff. Some other stuff. That we're not interested in talking about today. No. Manny D, you're the expert on Avatar. 
Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. man. We'll get, in, we'll get into our histories. Time. We'll get into our histories in a second. But for anyone who's not familiar with the franchise, I'm not surprised because, like I said, 15 years in the making. There's probably people in our audience who have never heard of the original movie. Can you explain what happens in that movie in a paragraph, in two sentences? Yeah, I'll try, I'll, I'll try to. So it's basically about a marine. Mm-hmm. He has a twin Called brother, Jake Sully, aka yes. Jake Sully, yes. as he- the Navi call him. There's like a there's like a program where humans. A program. Yes, a program. The okay. Avatar program. Okay. They create these avatars, which are these Navi alien creatures. They create bodies for them so humans can be transported into these do aliens. Do they use pre-existing bodies or do they create the bodies from scratch? I believe they create the bodies. Really? Because okay. It, it ter- it- Why not just create human bodies? Well, because they want to be part of the Navi Yeah, culture. I know. But I'm saying, is that is this a universe where you could have like a human avatar so you could be in someone else's body? I guess Therefore, so. Therefore, you could it's- create your ideal body from scratch and then put your consciousness Kieran, into it. Like the movie Surrogates. Kieran, you're writing a better movie, or actually. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, Surrogates no, no. was a piece of shit movie. Well, I guess so. I guess the same principle applies. But anyway, so human gets into alien body. Uh, it's all funded by this corporation that wants to the mine RDA? a resource. Whatever their names are. Okay. And, the RSPCA, uh, yep. It turns out, he's also in a wheelchair as well. I think that's okay. kind of important. Okay. Um, and he had a twin brother, right? Who yeah. was going to take over. Like, he was the one who was destined to be this uh, Navi avatar, but then the brother died. Yes. And because he's he had a twin. Yes. Who presumably had no experience or training. None. As a military man whatsoever. Well, a military man, he has training, but or he wasn't like, a scientist. Or, a, or you know, anything. The, the brother was Although like the he was in the military and he then he got- He was in the military. He was to say, okay, so he does have that experience. Yes. Okay. But he's he's more like a jughead where his brother was like the smart scientific ace of everything. You mean a jarhead? Jarhead? <laughs> yeah, no, a jughead. <laughs> like Jughead <laughs> he's Jones. He's friends with Archie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever, I don't know my army slang. Yeah. Can you tell? Can you tell I never <laughs> I served? Yes, anyway, I can very much tell. To, yes. to make a long story short, Sully ends up in an alien body. I think body. we all see this coming. Without saying anything, obviously he ends up in the Navi body. He is sent in to infiltrate the Navi from the inside. He realizes what a great people they are. Yep, he and then ends up fighting culture. against the, the people. And then using a magic tree, they transfer his body yep. permanently he- into the... The, the Navi body that he was in. Yes, he falls and the in Navi love are as very well. tall, blue, almost cat people. Yeah, look, would you say? Look like giraffes. Um, he, he, <laughs> <laughs> he, weirdest giraffe ever. He falls in love. I think that's important to say. He falls mm-hmm. in love with the daughter of the chief. Obviously, there's uh, a lot of Natiri is her name. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's a lot of you know he's not a he's Natiri, an outsider. Sorry. Look, have you seen Pocahontas? It's Pocahontas. Have, have you, you seen, seen Fern Dances, Gully? Dances with Wolves? Yes, it, this it's it's a tired old plot that we've seen before, but basically. Bad guy human introduces to native culture, learns the culture, falls in love, and decides that he's going to go against his, you know, bad guy human roots. Yeah, and he fights against the RDA. Who just want to resource, you know, mine for resources. Yeah, they don't care. Right. They're going to knock down they, trees because they they're wanna, bad guys. They want to strip mine the, the Navi tribes, people's forest. They have a specific name, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. Oh, Kieran. Now, interestingly enough, you talk dis- very disparagingly about that original movie because obviously you're not a fan, but adjusted for inflation... Avatar, the original Avatar back in 2009, is the second highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah, I know. Behind Gone with the Wind. Oh, I thought it beat Gone with the Wind. Nope, it's never beaten Gone with the Wind. I thought at the time it was- Adjusted for inflation. Right, okay. So, on paper, uh, Avatar has made more money, but if you adjust for inflation, which you should always do because, you know, movie tickets were like a cent (laughs) back when Gone with the Wind came out, uh, Gone with the Wind still made more money. 
Gone with the Wind was a massive movie. I have no idea why, because I don't like it. Because <laughs> uh, Avatar trumped Titanic, which was the behemoth at the time. Yeah, so that was James Cameron's previous effort. Yes. Well, not you know directly his previous effort. Yeah. Um, but that was his last massive hit. That was the reason he could make Avatar, because he made Titanic and the studios were like, Fuck it. Give him as much money as he wants. He can he can make whatever he wants. Something they've done here as well. But yeah, yes. at, the, at the time- well, given it was... that it's the second highest grossing movie of all time, sure. are you surprised at all that they're doing the same thing again? Sure. But it has to for be- For five movies? It has to be the most- Because they're putting so much money into it, I heard that, that it has to be the most highest grossing movie of all time to break even. That's right. That's exactly right. So- I'm going to look forward to movie, crashing and burning. This movie has a $400 million budget. Disgusting. One of the highest budgets, like pre-release budgets, of a movie of all time. Again, adjusting for inflation, we're looking at stuff like Metropolis. Remember the budget of Metropolis was something like twenty million back in the nineteen twenties. Oh, we love Metropolis. And uh, well, is this movie going to be as good as Metropolis? No, no, it won't. Very much an acquired taste. Metropolis. Might be a surprise, but yeah, to your point, I think it's worth saying it was a big movie at the time. It was very popular at the time. So, it's actually 13 years in the making. So, we sort of offhandedly said 15 years in the making. That's a nice round number. Uh, But it's actually 13 years in the making. And James Cameron is back again, of course, directing this movie. The previous movie he wrote alone, but this time he's writing the script alongside the writers of Jurassic World. Another movie that Matty D absolutely loves. Interesting. We haven't said it yet. Matty D, what is your history with Avatar, the Avatar franchise? Look, people who have been following us for a while will know because I've People who listen to movie talk are, you know, totally overrated. Spoken about uh, my history with Avatar. But to bring everyone up to speed, essentially I came into Avatar thinking I was watching Avatar The Last Mm. Airbender, like you said. It's like we heard this earlier in the episode. I sat down and I spent three hours of my life, which I'll never get back. I hated this movie. Hated this movie. So you saw it once in cinemas. No, I no? did it. <laughs> oh, you right. know this yes. because <laughs> I watched that movie. So I watched this movie with a friend of mine that also thought he was seeing Avatar: The Last Airbender. So I was expecting like a fantasy kind of movie. I sat through this. Well, garbage. it was a fantasy movie. Oh, right. Okay. Well, whatever. Like, why I, aren't you happy? I, Come on. It was because it sucked. It was, <laughs> All right. it was so Jesus. You know, my problems with the movie is that I thought it was very pretty for the time, but I thought it had no the substance. Time, okay. I thought it was all rehashed ideas that we see. Let's seen not before. forget that ninety percent of the original movie and and of course this upcoming movie as well is all CGI. Yeah. So it's all pre baked in the oven yes. movie. Yes. So nothing is nothing that we're gonna see in this movie or the original movie is shot on location. Mm-hmm. There's none of that whatsoever. Oh what well, uh Pandora doesn't exist. <laughs> no. <laughs> Could be a, a more interesting movie if it actually oh, existed. Practical effects, imagine that. Yeah. Well, crazy. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine that. But yes, I, I watched this movie with a friend. The friend actually ended up going, oh man, I'm glad we watched that movie. That was really good. I was like, really? what movie were you talking about? So I thought it was like really drawn out. I've, I've only Are you ever- still friends with this person? Yeah, yeah. He's you all right. Be. He's all right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> There's only been three movies that I've nearly walked out of. I've not, I okay. can say all I've right. never walked out of a movie cinema. But the three movies I nearly have was Sahara, which I thought was garbage. Right, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Kangaroo Jack and this movie. Like wow, those Kangaroo are the three. <laughs> those are the three that I have. But I just thought it was like really long, really boring. Everything was a rehashed idea, but it was so pretentious. It was so drawn out. There are fifty million endings. All the characters were bland as fuck. I hated it. And then I went away, and everyone's just like. Maddie D, this movie was amazing. You're you're obviously missing something. Like how 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 you not love this movie? I was like, Jackie Brown is a great movie. I was Maddie like, D. what's going on? Watch Why it is- again. And then my uncle said, 
He's like, no, 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 oh, no, no. This no, is no. your famous uncle who was the one who always took you to movies yes. and was just, you know, you're on the car ride home with you covered with popcorn. <laughs> yeah. You and him would discuss, like, what was going on. He, he fostered my love of movies yes, okay. uh, from an early age. But he's like, no, 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 no. You haven't watched it properly. You, it's, <laughs> it's a totally different movie when you watch it in 3D. And I was like, but I hated the plot and I hated the characters and I hated the whole movie. I was like, watch it in 3D. So... I went in, I bought a ticket, I wore my 3D glasses because I was supposed to see okay. this goddamn spectacle that everyone was talking about. I'm like, well, these 3D glasses change I'm going to be plot. in Pandora. And I sat down and I was like, as soon as the movie started, I was like, I've made a mistake, I've made a mistake. <laughs> as soon Jesus as you're seeing Christ. that sweat come off the astronaut. And I, I can't tell you how much like rage I feel when, when I think about it because in the cinemas, I was just like so angry at everything the movie was doing. I was like, especially the second time, like, the lame, the lame ass characters, the like, the 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 plots. Oh, and so it's like everything was magnified. Every issue you had with the movie was magnified tenfold. <laughs> could you imagine me being grumpy with three D glasses? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I could. And it's a three hour movie, so I finished my popcorn early because I love popcorn. So like by, by the twenty five <laughs> minute mark, I'm imagining, I've got another two hours of movie just. To I'm go imagining like- just Maddie D sitting there with three D glasses on, <laughs> an empty bucket of popcorn next to him, with his arms folded and a scowl on his face, watching Jake Sully leap around <laughs> through the trees. With Nateri. <laughs> yeah, that, that's an accurate that's an accurate representation of my cinematic experience. So I've always hated this movie. I've always thought it was overrated. I heard well, obviously that- you're in the minority, Matty D, because obviously. you know, like I said, yes, highest grossing totally. movie of all time totally. behind uh, Gone with the Wind. And looking at the trailers for this movie, if you scroll down on YouTube, we watch all of our trailers on YouTube because you know where else would you watch yeah. them on the official website? They just have a link to YouTube no. there. If you scroll down and look at the comments. It's all people saying, like, thank you so much for making a sequel to this amazing movie. I'm so happy that I finally, you know, get to go back to Pandora and explore this this world in more depth. So, like I said, obviously you're in the minority here. I am, yeah. I so, people probably listening going, like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, Avatar's a great movie. Yeah, sorry, guys. I know I'm in the minority. I know it's a popular movie. But no, that's what you that. come to potential spoilers for. Yep. Different opinions. Yeah. I mean, you don't often get them when we're both like, we have the same opinion on this movie, <laughs> unless it's like Star Wars Episode Nine, Yes. Or uh, something or like- Or Eternals. Or Eternals, yeah. I'm looking forward to that episode, but yeah. But uh, just one last thing I wanted to say about my history. I, I heard they were making a second movie to Avatar, and I was like, oh God, I'm going to have to go through this like Avatar phenomenon again. And it took so long that I actually got excited because I thought it was never going to be made or mm. I'd be lucky enough to be dead before it was made. So I was like, I was really crossing my fingers that like it wouldn't happen in my lifetime. Maybe expecting to that, die at 33. Maybe, maybe I'd like, I'm a little bit younger than 33, young man, uh, old man, because <laughs> you're older than me. But like, I was expecting, like, I was hoping that I'd be like in my deathbed and they'd be like, announcing Avatar 2. I'd be like, thank, thank God. God. <laughs> Pull the plug, please. I'm ready to go. Before you go, they wheel in a TV. <laughs> no! <laughs> That's your comeuppance. James Cameron himself wheels it in, that still in his scuba gear. Sorry. Surely they'd have to morph in me to hell, right? Of course. So- I wanted to really talk about this as well. Of course it had to be a water-based movie, because James Cameron is obsessed with fucking water. Uh, I guess almost quite literally. I think it's his fetish. Because ever since he did The Abyss, I feel like just all of his movies have some sort of like submarine or underwater element. I went to a university with a guy that helped build a submarine for James Cameron. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Off note there. So that's just been his thing. Like he loves hanging around the Titanic. Like you remember he like had a little mini sub and he went to the Titanic and poked around and was just like, this is going to inspire me to make the movie Titanic. Yeah. And that's just what he's been doing for the last 13 years. He's been underwater and being like, just going underwater with a little pen and paper. (laughs) writing about what he thinks the Na'vi are going to get up to underwater. 
And so, really, like, the way of water is really, like, the most James Cameron thing I can think of. And if you think about, like, the T-1000 from Terminator 2, you know, is the big villain of the movie. He was basically a water monster. Yeah, true. Obsessed with water, this guy. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, and this is a passion project. Ignore ignore the first Terminator movie. Has nothing to do with with water. (laughs) Ignore True Lies. Has nothing to do with water. It's before he got his water fetish, you know. Yeah, that's right. Do you have history that you want to talk about? Okay, so my history with Avatar. So, one of the things I always stress on this show, if you listen back to our, like, our Black Panther Wakanda Forever episode, something I always stress is, like, you have to, if it's if the movie is a part of a franchise and we're covering it on this show, I'm always like, you have to watch the movie. It's very important you watch the movie for context and to be able to understand the the sequel that we're talking about. I'm so mad at you. I've never seen Avatar. I'm so mad at you. I, I've never seen a second of it. I'm so, mad. I'm so angry. And the whole reason I've never watched it is because I'm like, that doesn't look very good. And I know that's a very unfair, biased opinion, just yeah. looking at it from the outside and being like, I'm not interested in it. You could like it. A lot of people do. But it's always been one of those movies. So I've never seen Titanic, as I've said on our um, Lawrence of Arabia episode. I've never seen Titanic because I know what's going to happen in the movie. I, I've seen like the trailer for the movie, but I just have no interest in seeing it. I know it's a story that I'm not going to enjoy. If you remember in our Lawrence of Arabia episode, I said I never wanted to see Lawrence of Arabia because I, you know, I know the story. But it's not a it's not a movie that I'm going to enjoy, and I watched it, and I didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So it, it's one of those things where it's inevitable. It's a storyline that I I'm not going to enjoy. You it's, didn't hate it. Though. Didn't hate it. Yeah, I didn't think it was a terrible movie. It was, was right. it was fun to talk about, but it wasn't a movie that I enjoyed. Yeah. Avatar has always been a movie where I'm like, yeah, that's not going to speak to me at all. I was excited about this Do I episode. like fantasy movies? Uh, usually not, no. Exactly. So, this is like fantasy in every sense of the word. It's a, you know, created world. It's a story that we've seen a thousand times before. You can just, you know, it was just from the buzz around the movie, just from what people say in the zeitgeist. If you've seen Pocahontas, then you've seen Avatar, that sort of thing. You know, I like Pocahontas. Pocahontas is a, is a really good Disney movie. Maybe you might like Avatar. It's the same fucking story. <laughs> but I don't need to see a three-hour Pocahontas with CGI, no? to be honest. Matty D is so mad. He's so mad because last week he's just like, ha ha, you have to watch Avatar. I was like, no, I don't. I was so smug. Yeah, and you did. But and I'm so mad at you. But I'm to professional. Every, everyone out there, Matty D included, everyone out there who's mad that I didn't see Avatar and am not, and I'm never going to watch Avatar, I have to watch this sequel because of this show. I'm going to be Good. there day dot in the cinema with my 3D glasses on my empty bucket of popcorn watching this movie <laughs> with Matty D next to me. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be a great time. We'll suffer together. Who knows? It might be good. Let's not uh, yeah. let's not jump the gun. I might be converted. It, I does, it. it does look good. So let's get into it. Let's get in because we have so much to talk about and we've talked for so long already. We have so much to talk about because I think fucking Jake Sully has like a million <laughs> family members for some reason. For some reason, why? Because no one's telling James Cameron no. So of course not. He's doing everything. So five kids is how, how many kids he has, right? About five, yeah. Yeah. And then the other tribes people, they have their own kids as well that we're apparently supposed to care about. <laughs> so, what do we know about this new movie so far, Matty D? We two, haven't talked about it yet. Two trailers that I can three. find. There's three. Oh, well, I haven't seen the third one. So, so there's a teaser trailer, the official trailer, and uh-huh. what they call the new trailer. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, so basically breaking down what we see in the trailer, it looks like we're taking place uh, two decades, I think they said, Mm-mm. from the original movie. Not two decades. One decade. One decade. Okay. And it's uh, Jake Sully is still alive. He's still it is Avatar. Jake Sully. It is Jake Sully. Yeah, I'm saying Jake Sully because that's, <laughs> that's what, what he said. That's what Neytiri calls right. him in but the anyway, first movie. How do I know that and you don't? Sully, I haven't watched this movie since 2009, man. Um, Sully, he has a family now. Um, you can just call him Jake. I guess. I think that's easier. Yeah, whatever. Because otherwise um, I'm thinking Monsters, Inc. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sully. It is like Sully. <laughs> anyway, without spoiling Kitty. Uh, without going into what, what I kind of assume the plot's gonna be, essentially Manny D's come in this week with his plot written down on like a hamburger wrapper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got like a yellow I, I'm really confident. crumpled yellow piece of paper. I'm really confident with what I think is going to happen. Uh-oh. But anyway, anyway. Um, but basically the trailer, we just see a lot of beautiful visual effects. A lot of sure. them uh, fl- floating, like swimming around with fish, riding fish, flying on stuff. I've got to say, if I didn't know it was CGI, everything in the movie looks real. It looks great. So I think I'm excited to see the outcome of this movie just from that standpoint alone. It's an amazing looking movie. I can't yeah. believe that it's all done on a computer. Yeah. It lo- yeah. It's, Some what, poor the- guy had to sit there and render this thing oh, man, for 13 guy. years. I mean, he's probably paid well. Oh, she's paid well. Yeah, exactly. Well, paid well. I'm not making any assumptions here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the thing with Avatar, right? It was, it's always, you can't say it's not a beautiful movie, but, um, you know. I've got to say, looking anyway? at the, the footage, I've always seen footage of Avatar here and there and everywhere without seeing the movie. I've got to say, that movie still looks like it holds up. Like, I don't look at that movie and go, Jesus Christ, that looks like a piece of shit. Yeah. It's because effects wise, that's where the money went. <laughs> yeah, true. To go to script writers. Anyway, um, yeah. Well, so, Cameron wrote it himself. So we just see a lot of stunning imagery. It seems like. Jake's family's meeting with this new tribe of this water Nafi, tribe, this water tribe who yeah. lives primarily underwater. They're green. And uh, pun intended, there's going to be some fish out of water stuff. It seems like so that's that's kind of the crux of what's going to what's happening. Okay. I think there's a little bit more to it, but that's what we see in the trailers. Do you want to hear what the official synopsis is for this movie? Yeah, let's hear it. So it goes as such: set more than a decade. All right, there you go. So it is slightly more than a decade. <laughs> oh. More Apology than a, accepted. More than a decade after the events of the first film, Avatar, The Way of Water, tells the story of the Sully family, the Sully family, the trouble that follows them, the lengths that they go to keep each other safe, the battles they fight to stay alive, and the tragedies they endure. So we know there's going to be They tragedy. watched the first movie too. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to I think stop that's now. important to our stop. plot. I think that's important to our plot because uh, we haven't said this already. Maddie D and I, I know we've already teamed up recently to talk about Glass Onion, but we both were like yeah, we've, we've got a lot going on in our lives at the moment. We don't really have time to sit down and flesh out a three-hour Avatar sequel movie, especially if it's a movie that Kira's refusing to watch the original version yes. of and has no context for. So we're teaming up to do this one. So it's a special treat for everybody out there. We're teaming up to do this one because Matty D has the, the context. I have my amazing predicting powers, as we learned from last um, week. I have my amazing predicting yeah, powers, Yeah, of course, too. of course, of course. Jack. <laughs> And so, yeah, we're putting our heads together for this one and we're really going to try and nut out a, a decent plot for it. I so, think it deserves it. It deserves the attention if it's going to be the highest grossing movie of all time. That synopsis was from 20th Century Fox. Yeah, it has to be the highest grossing movie of all time to break even. And then, you know, they want to make a budget on top of that, as we learn, because breaking even isn't good enough. So it's got to be, it's got to make a lot of fucking money too. Yeah, to- everyone's going to buy it on DVD as well in a time where everyone has a streaming service. <laughs> God, I look forward to this. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I think, the last sentence, the last, you know, couple of words of that plot description is really the important thing we should focus on, the tragedies that they endure. There's going to be loss in this movie of in some circumstance. Oh, yeah. The main character has five fucking children. You could kill off one of them. Yes. <laughs> you could kill off his wife. No, they're not going to kill off Neytiri. I don't think they're going to kill off the wife. But that was my first thought, that the, the wife is killed off early in the movie, and then, the, you know, the rest of the movie is... Jake Sully running off with the Could rest of Jake. his family. Who cares about Sam Worthington? Could be one of the kids. He's know. very prominent in the trailer, and also his wife is very prominent in the trailer. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking at stuff. I'm assessing at what point the movie, you know, as you do as a, a professional plot predictor with 200 episodes under their belt, you assess at what point, what beat in the movie is this going to fall in? And I'm seeing both of the, the original characters from the first movie, Jake and Neytiri. I'm seeing them all throughout. So I don't think there's going to be like a major character loss early on in the movie. Not early on. 
They've got five children, so I think we should uh, straight away, you know, we don't have to say which one, but should we decide straight away if one of the children is going to die in this movie? Look, I have an opinion on this. Mm. Do you want to go through the cast list first? And then, sure. And then what? maybe we can like talk about what I think and talk about what you think. And sure, yeah, together. I think that's a good Just idea. because I got some ideas that might be a little left field. Sure, okay. okay. I'm excited. So, uh, let's talk about the cast. There's a million people in this movie, so I'm not going to... You know, go in depth with every single person. I think it's more important to go in depth into what the character is and what we think the character's impact on the movie is going to be. Let's get into it. What a cast list. Yeah, it's a mammoth. It was a behemoth project to try and work out who all these characters were without context. Especially you didn't watch the first movie. So, So Sam Worthington is coming back as Jake Sully, aka Jake Sully. So, if you don't know Sam Worthington, you've probably seen him in Terminator Salvation, a really shitty Terminator sequel, you know, which was a a sequel to a James Cameron project. With a lot of bad CGI. Clash of the Titans, a really shitty movie. And he was also in Wrath of the Titans as well. Uh, A really shitty movie franchise, just full of bad CGI. So here he is in his element. I'm not saying that the CGI (laughs) in this movie is going to be bad, but he's a man who's used to sitting in a green room watching a ball on a stick. Yeah, yeah, does does that. He was he was the it actor of that time for, you know. Yeah, that's right. So he's an Australian actor. From what I understand, he can't maintain like a decent American accent in a movie. So, from, from what I've heard, like I said, I haven't seen the movie. From what I've heard other people say, his accent in the first Avatar movie is like a combination between like South African, Australian, and American. Yeah, I can't. I can't. For no real plot reason. I needed their help. And they needed mine. But to ever face them again, I was going to have to take it to a whole new level. Oh, well, you know, it's the... It's uh, the aside future, from the right? fact that it's just Sam Worthington can't do accents. It's the future. Okay, so yeah. the, the whole world is a melting... Oh, that's a really good explanation. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. So, we know everything that we need to know about this character. So, he was the paraplegic uh, marine who... His avatar was like a Na'vi person. Mm-hmm. At the end of the movie, he was permanently... His, his human body died. Put into the, the soul... You know, his soul went into the this Na'vi being, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Because he could only go into the Avatar, I believe, temporarily. Um, so, is the oxygen on Pandora toxic to humans? Is that what yeah, I understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if you are a human and if you went on Pandora, you would have to wear an oxygen mask. Okay. Oxygen uh, mask, yeah. So, the Na'vi can, like, breathe it willy-nilly. Yes. Um, it's like space, like, I guess. Like, okay. It's a different planet. The, the, they don't have oxygen. They have another oh, gas that who, they breathe in. Who know, I can't remember what, but like it just you, human beings can't exist on um, Pandora without an oxygen Okay, mask. I think that's important to point out for, for a point for, later on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, next up, playing the character of Neytiri, we've mentioned her a few times at this point, is Zoe Saldana. So, she, you probably know her best as playing uh, Gamora from Guardians of the Galaxy. Need I say any other role? I mean, it's a big character. Yeah. Uh, she's CGI. We're not going to see the real Zoe, uh, for that matter, Sam Worthington. We're not going to see the real Sam Worthington in this movie. So, Neytiri, from what I understand, is the daughter of the clan chief. She's going to be the leader of their clan in the future. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? That's right. And she is Jake's wife. Yeah. Or his mate, as they call her. Yeah, they I I think referring to like a human-esque character as a mate is kind of gross. Now, you know this whole thing about the Na'vi, how they like attach their Their hair hair into like stuff. Into like bikes to drive them around or is it beasts horses yeah. beasts so they they fly around on these like flying beasts and they and they plug their hair in like a usb cable so they connect with it right not just that but like trees and also other other navi so it's like simulating okay. sex interesting in like a spiritual way what does that mean to the story well i just think it's a, it's important it's a visual up. cue to a, a deep connection mm-hmm. okay i get it all right so 
Am I mistaken in believing that she's pregnant in this movie? I didn't notice that she was pregnant. It looks like she has a pregnant belly, unless I'm thinking of one of the... Here's the problem. All right. Here's the problem straight away with me, with no context, watching the trailers. I can't tell any of the characters apart in the trailer because they all look the same. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. They're supposed to look like they're actors, if that's helpful, but um, in the they trailer, don't. with them running around. Man or woman, adult or child, I cannot tell the difference between any of the characters in this trailer, which made me sitting there and trying to think what's going to happen in this movie very difficult just based on the trailer, because they they all look the same to me. Yeah. You know, some of them are shorter than others, so I'm just like, well, that's a child. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, in, in the trailer, there, there are scenes where uh, Sully is talking to... Natiri, 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 yeah. Natiri. So you you get that context there, but a lot of it is just them running around. So I don't know if it, it yeah. impacts too it's much. It's action scenes, so you don't get like a good look at their face. You no. don't get a good look at their body. You just see like a blue blur leaping across the screen. You're like that could be anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I get that. I totally get that. <laughs> Next up, playing the character of Kiri, who is Jake and Natiri's adoptive teenage daughter. So she is a uh, a Navi child that they're brought into their family is Sigourney Weaver. Now, this is interesting. Who we've talked about before in Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yes. Now, this is interesting because Sigourney Weaver played a character in the original movie. She was a human scientist. That's right. uh, Became an avatar to... And she was kind of like a good guy. She was working with the Na'vi and she was interested in like... Did she go into like a child's body in that first movie? No. No? Okay. No, she she was an adult... She was kind of like a activist almost. So, from what I understand, from what I've read about this movie, she has no connection to her character from the previous movie? None. Maybe. So, essentially, at the end of Avatar, I can't remember how, but Sigourney Weaver's character died, I think, in a sacrificial, like, heartwarming sure. way. So, that character is no longer here. But I believe they might be going in a direction of Sigourney Weaver's character's soul sure, is being, okay. like, reincarnated or something like that okay. into this character. That could be a thing. Could be. But, yeah... Let's just say it is. Let's it's, just say it is for lack of anything else at this point, because I don't think it's going to play into the plot at all. No, Sigourney Weaver didn't have a child. Sigourney Weaver's character is dead. So okay. there's no. So they've so they've recreated her in this body, you know, in this Navi body, a, a, a giving her like a second chance at life, essentially. Maybe I don't know. I I think it's just uh, like I said. I don't think it's going to be important to the. I plot, don't think. So. It, I don't think it is. I think they just want to use Sigourney Weaver again because James Cameron yeah, is friends. With that's her. what I read. It's and just he just wanted to use her because yeah, he, he wanted to put her in the movie and he, didn't have like a good reason. Yeah, he he want to he'll put her to. he'll put her in all the movies. Oh god, they're going to be more. He's going to put her in all the movies, and he's just using this as an opportunity to do that. I think it's going to be insinuated that there's a spiritual spiritual connection between. Okay. The two characters. If you believe in reincarnation, so, but it won't be dealt with. I think the reason that uh, the, the reason I'm suggesting she is a reincarnated version of Sigourney Weaver's character from the first movie is because she's an adoptive daughter. She's not like a a, a born sort of like uh, born from procreation daughter. No, she is an outsider to the family. So that's why I'm thinking like, oh, they created her with Sigourney Weaver's soul in her Maybe. and then they adopted her as a child. <laughs> Sully just like hears Kiri talk and was like, hang on a second, you remind I recognize me of that voice from Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, <laughs> there's there's more than one adopted child. Yes. So I don't see her as feeling like an outsider. But so uh, Jamie Flatters is playing Natayam, who is Jake and Natiri's first and oldest child. He's an you know a natural part of their family. He's like a, a blood relative of them uh, aside from Kiri, who is adoptive. Next up, uh, Britton Dalton is playing Loak, who is uh, their second son. Trinity Loai Bliss is Tuck, who is their eight-year-old daughter and their youngest child. Isn't it Tuck Terry? Yeah, well, they just call her Tuck. There's no point saying their full name if they're just going to call her Tuck through the whole movie. And last of all, playing their uh, human 
child. Who features prominently in the Lego sets, by the way. Oh, you looked at the Lego sets. I did, I'm learning. Well done. And he also featured pretty prominently in the trailer as well. Jack Champion is playing Miles Spider Socorro. Uh, they just call him Spider, from what I understand. So he is a human child born on Hell's Gate, which is apparently the, the human's base, the RDA's base in the first movie. He was rescued. Was he in the previous movie? So from what I've read, he wasn't in the previous movie. The child wasn't in the previous movie. But from what I've read, it's the child was around during that last battle scene. Okay. So the the, fi- the battle of the final so movie. So it was like a Sam Peckinpah movie. There's a child there just witnessing the violence and they just like usher him away. Who knows? It could be a newborn baby at the time. You know what I mean? Uh, just a baby's there. Well, who knows? I, I don't Lying know. on the they've ground. Got, they've got a military base. There's a lot going on. But it, from yeah. what I've read... The baby was around during the events of the last movie, the climax of the last movie, and Sully and uh, Neytiri yeah. have taken him in. They scooped him up as they were running away. Yeah, they might have come across like a crying baby and was just like, okay. Yeah, so he's dressed in like Navi garb. He's with these giant people. He has to wear a gas mask yes, <laughs> to he- prevent himself from as- asphyxiating. So he has to wear a mask at all times. He paints himself yes. to look like an avatar. So there's probably a lot of plot going to surround this particular character about not And what they in. point out about him as well is that he prefers the rainforest over the ocean. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to play into the plot as well. Yes. He's going to be a big, pivotal character in this movie. So, I don't know if this character is alive or not. You're going to have to help me out here. But playing the character of Moat is CCH Pounder, who we've talked about before in Godzilla King of the Monsters. Not her specifically, but we've seen her if we've seen that movie. She was a, a senator in that movie, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, she played... Uh, the So, the tribe that uh, Neytiri is from is called the Omatikaya. Is that correct? I don't know. She was the leader of that tribe, and she's Neytiri's mother. Okay. Is she still alive? I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> well, there's no point talking about her then if we don't I know. I can't remember. I don't. I don't she's in the movie it. though, so she must be alive so in some she's capacity. Alive. Sorry, guys. If Sorry, anyone, fans. so if if Black Panther Wakanda Forever is anything to go by, I think she's going to be killed off in the movie. That's going to be one of the tragedies. Um, I think a lot of them are going to be killed off. And uh, yeah, well, what else can I say? I think she's just going to be killed off, and uh, this is something they're going to have to deal with when they run away to the the water tribe. The Metkayini. The Metkayini. The, so, the Metkayini. I don't know. Somebody, Somebody's listening to this being like, damn it, it's pronounced the- Well, this movie hasn't come out yet. Uh, Metkayina. It's the Metkayina tribe. There you go. Yeah. So, your Australian accent that's like swerving it. Yes. So, let's talk about the other people who aren't part of that family. So, we've spent like 20 minutes talking about the family. So, next up playing the character of Colonel Miles Quaritch, who died in the first movie, is Stephen Lang who we've talked about before, he was the blind man in Don't Breathe 2. Now, I've got to say, this character in the first movie was an absolute highlight. Really? Not because... Well, it was so over-the-top, Kieran. Like, he was your typical... Yeah, so from what I understand, he's guy. like the most stereotypical military man you could imagine well, in they're the movie. Well, they're all stereotypes. They're all, there's like a corporation guy that literally says, yes. they're, they're just goddamn trees, ha, 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 money, money, money. But this yeah. guy, this guy is so over-the-top, and he's like drill he's sergeant, like the hoorah! military kind yeah. of guy, like, I don't care, they're all body counts for me. It's so entertaining. So, they're bringing him back. So, he's the leader of the RDA forces. Yeah. So, from what I understand in this movie, he's dead. He died in he the died. first movie. Yes, he died in a they're suit. bringing him back as a, an RV in an avatar. As an avatar? That's right. Oh, I thought they were going to bring him back. He's very robot. prominent in the trailer as an avatar. Oh, okay. So, he's a Navi avatar. 
And you see him like scowling and, and fighting against our good guys in the trailer. Because a lot, he's dressed in his military uniform, right? Because I saw his human face in the in the movie. It's well. not in, he's not in no? there. Okay. He's not in it as a human at all. I didn't. He's not in the trailers at all. I don't know where you saw him. Okay. Well, actually, his skull is in the movie. Let's say that. <laughs> so he's an RV. I thought he was. Yes, be he's a RV. So he's permanently in an RV body. So somehow they can take like the soul and the memory of a dead person and put it into. Yeah, well, they could do that before. Like another body? Yeah. They could do that before? Well, they, they've they they've transported um, human people across. So, that right? means like characters can die and it doesn't matter. Yep. Essentially in this universe. So, like, one of our main characters could die and then Jake Sully could run over to the good guys and be like, excuse me, can you put my daughter in a new body? Yeah. Well, Jake Sully was dying and then they put him in the- Yeah, that's right. That. So, maybe something similar Using happens. Using the Tree of Life, which was very prominent yeah. in the promotional material for the first movie. But I think with this particular character, uh, Colonel, what's his name? Quaritch. Uh, Quaritch. 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 Cottage cheese. <laughs> uh, the Colonel, he, I think, I think it's going to be like an abomination- how he gets transported. I think it's not going to be like a spiritual, beautiful thing like it happened with Sally. Yeah, it's done with technology rather than mm. with magic. He's the Ivan Drago. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was literally watching Rocky Four last night. <laughs> I can't believe that. Anyway, so- We're watching Avatar. Let's talk about- Yeah, that's right. So let's talk about the, the green sea people, the, the green sea Navi. So playing the character of Ronal, it looks like Ronald to me, but I think it's Ronal- is Kate Winslet, who, of course, everybody knows Kate Winslet from Titanic. That's the only reason she's in this movie. What was the last thing you saw Kate Winslet in? It's been a while. I don't know. So she is a free diver. I think that's very important to point out. She's a free diver. She's green. And she is uh, part of the Metkayina tribe. And she's Tonawari's wife, of all people. Tonawari, who's that? Why do we care? Um, Tonawari? Yeah. Wow. So Cliff Curtis is playing Tonawari, who is the leader of the Reef People clan, the Metkayina and, he, you know, he's Ronald's husband, as I just pointed out. So, Cliff Curtis, if you're not familiar with him, he's in a bunch of movies. We saw him in Hobbs and Shaw. He was one of uh, The Rock's brothers in that movie, if you remember. Cool. And he was Uncle Bully in Once We're Warriors. Oh, cool. The famous Uncle Bully. Uncle Bully. Uh, Uncle Fucking Bully, I think, is, is what he's known as. Fucking Bully! So these two are the, the leaders of this tribe. They're very much the, the opposites, the counterpoints to Jake and Neytiri, I think. Yes. And, and what can I say? Obviously, they're welcomed into this, this tribe, this water tribe. They're going to be good guys, yeah. And yeah, of course, they're going to be good guys and they're going you know, to fight battles alongside our heroes. What else can I say? What else can you say? I, I think that's pretty much covered it. They welcome them into their tribe, yeah. So they have some children as well. So playing the character of Rhea, who is a graceful and strong free diver of the Metkayina tribe and, you know, obviously the child of Ronal and Tonawari. She's being played by Bailey Bass. Bailey Bass? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's either a fish or a guitar. <laughs> it's one of the two. She's very prominent in the trailer. So yes. obviously I think she's going to have a relationship with the Jake and Neteri's oldest child. With what was Loak. his name? No, Neteum. You think so? Yeah, so okay. Loak is, is a little, is their the, um, second son. So I think the oldest child is the one who's going to have the relationship. Can't see the second son. So which son do you think it's going to be with? Nateum. Nateum, yeah, that's right. Because he's I, the oldest child. So why would it be the middle child? Why would the middle child I be thought it was having Loak. a relationship? That was going to be... Loak is going to be like a little kid. No, the little kid is Nateum. So there's an eight-year-old. So we see all of the children quite prominently in the trailer. They're all small with the exception of one who is Nateum. Yes. So why would the little kid be having a relationship with like an essentially an adult uh, Navi? Okay, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll put a pin in this and talk about this later. Well, we're going to have to talk about it now. We don't have time to talk right, about right, it later. Right. I want to get through the cast list first. 
But yeah, good luck. So this whole episode is just the cast list. Uh, I, there's so many people I'm like, they can't be on the cast list. I don't have time to talk about them. So playing the character of Anung, who is another child of Tonawari and Ronal. Yeah, we see him in the trailer. He's like a, a rambunctious teenage boy Navi. He's another member of the uh, Metkayina tribe. He's been played by Philip Gajo. Uh, what can I say? He is the one who's really pushing the the the, the children of our uh, heroes to be better uh, sea living people. Right. Ride that weird dolphin creature. <laughs> Swim, you know, hold, free dive. hold your breath. So I think free diving really indicates that they don't breathe underwater. Yeah, well, I, I was watching this and being like, maybe the can Navi they just breathe underwater. Yeah, maybe the Navi or maybe the water isn't made up of the same elements on uh, Pandora that you know Earth's water is. So maybe you can have you know you can hold your breath underwater for longer than you can on Earth. Well, they're kind of like, fishy but free legs. diving indicates that they they dive underwater without oxygen tanks, but yep. they don't breathe water. Okay. So when I was watching this, I'm like, oh, they breathe water. But That's then what I thought too. Obviously, free diving indicates that they don't breathe water. And the thing is, even though this is a CGI movie, everything in this movie, there's nothing, there's no real element to this movie at all. There's no live action element to this movie at all. They got all the actors to actually free dive. Yeah, I read that. Kate Winslet held her breath for seven minutes underwater. She's almost Guybrush Threepwood. Wow. <laughs> nice, little, nice little Monkey Island reference there. <laughs> um, that's great because that can be used in the movie Away. Yeah. Why do that? Other than, I guess, promote it. So, they did motion capture underwater. So, James Cameron was there in a submarine directing the actors while they were splashing around underwater, even though the whole movie is rendered in CGI. It's a waste of fucking time. It's a waste of money. Yes. How much money are they putting into this movie? They're going to pay their actors to like learn how to... Oh, my God. I wish I had so that So they much glorified money. voice actors, essentially. So yes. none of them are going to actually appear on screen. They're glorified voice actors, but they put little balls on them. They got them to splash around in the water. And James Cameron was there with his camera in a little, <laughs> in a little submarine filming it, going like, this is going to be great footage in the future that I'm not going to use. <laughs> oh, God. That's right, Matty D. We're actually here talking about Avatar <laughs> this week. Yay. We still haven't finished the fucking cast list. All right. Drill Next it out. up, playing the character of General Francis Ardmore is Edie Falco, who was Camilla Soprano on The Sopranos. So glad to see her in something else. She was in that doctor show. Nice Nurse Jackie. Nurse yes, Jackie. Yes, Nurse Jackie. She's a great actor. Uh, That's right. Nice little payday for you. Congratulations. So she is in charge of the RDA's interests in this movie. So she's the one leading the RDA. She's the bad guy, she's essentially, bad guy. in this movie. Mm-hmm. But because it's a James Cameron movie and because she's a woman, she's going to have like you know, something redeeming about her. So James Cameron always sides with, <laughs> makes me sound like a massive misogynist, but in James Cameron's movies, the women are never the bad guys. That's the thing. Yeah, he's he's very, yeah, I, I agree. He's very much a feminist in the way that, like, the females are always the focus in his, his newer movies, you know. Let's look at, uh, let's ignore, like, Terminator and let's ignore True Lies. Even though, like, Jamie Lee Curtis was a big part of True Lies and arguably the main character in that movie, but in his, you know, Terminator 2... Onwards, The Abyss, arguably in all of his movies. Um, well, I haven't seen Avatar. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. But, uh, you know, the, the, the lead female is always the strongest character in the movie. So, Edie Falco, I could see her being, you know, a tough, you know, negative presence. But at the yes. end of the day, she's not going to be the main villain. So, I think our main villain is going to be Quaritch. Yeah. You know, in his Avatar form, in his blue CGI form. Yeah, definitely. Form. And that's an interesting thing because I, I believe he didn't love the Na'vi in the first movie. So. Yeah. So, what they've said is he's going to be the bad guy in the next movie as well. So, he's not going to be killed off in this movie. They said he's going to be the main antagonist right. in the whole series. Makes sense. And he's got a vendetta against Sully. That's right. So, so 
this time it's personal is what his whole motivation he's, is. He's a layered point. character, so, you know... There's the last character I want to talk yes. about. Can we just celebrate the fact that it's the last character? Yes. Okay, go. Playing the character of Dr. Ian Garvin, their names don't matter, is Jermaine Clement. <laughs> Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords. He no was way. the bad guy in Men in Black 3, if you remember that movie. Remember the guy who talks like this? And what, the, the, the animal? Yeah, and he's got, like, glasses on to cover up his alien eyes. I wish I didn't remember that movie. Okay, yeah. So, he is a marine biologist, so he understands water. He's working with the RDA. He's a bad guy. Right. Well, not necessarily well, he, a bad guy. He, pr- he probably is just, like, he's probably a softer touch on the, yeah. you know. So, he was the original, before Taika Waititi was a thing, he was the original funny New Zealand guy in Hollywood. Ouch. So, he's feeling very sort of, like... <laughs> he's feeling very jealous at the moment so he's like put me in a big movie <laughs> that's all the actors let's talk about the plot Congratulations. Yes, we don't have much nice. time to talk right. about the plot uh, do you want me just to drill off what I think absolutely so okay. get your hamburger wrapper still staying with grease and cheese all right. from here's, when you had a burger earlier this morning here's what I got so the first thing I thought of was okay what does James Cameron do he rips off old stories and puts them into new yeah, stories so that's right I thought he's that, never had an original idea in his life I thought the obvious story to sort of play off there was the story of Romeo and Juliet which I thought there would be like uh, one of the one of uh, Sully's kids gets with and I think you're in the same page yeah. here gets with gets with the water tribe and I think that's going to be a huge thing that the, the tribes don't really sanction their relationship yeah okay, okay yeah. so I'll just say that firstly so I think based on what I can see in the trailer I think it's going to be the movie's going to introduce Sully and his Family and we're going to be introduced. Sully, Sully, yeah. and his family. Like they introduced, there might be some moments where because it looks like in the trailer, Sully so is teaching. In my his book, kids. it's going to be Raya and Natayam who are going to have the Romeo and Juliet relationship. Yeah. Okay. So Raya and Natayam. I thought but you're getting to that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll go through that. But um, yeah. So I bre- breakdown of this movie in my head is okay. that they're in the forest. Yep. They're, they're hanging they're out. leaping from tree to yep. tree. He's he's teaching his kids They've got a little to. human child who has to wear a gas mask. Yes. Like he has to go to bed with a gas mask on. Yes. Um, and then all of a sudden- the How does he ar- eat? Good question. <laughs> he has a tube. <laughs> um, so the, the army's going to attack, destroy the forest. There's going to be a forest fire. Okay. Maybe- so the RDA- Yes. Wipes out. So they come to the, like the the what are their tribe? What's their tribe called? I can't remember what their tribe's called. I always called them the Navi, but that's just the race. That's just the race. So they are the Omatikaya tribe. Yeah. So they're, they're dead. We don't have to talk about. So them yeah, again. I think I think they're going to be wiped out because we see the family go to the water tribe. That's so, right. So in I desperation, think, I think it'll. And int- we also see the forest on fire in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So. The army, the RDA are going to come in with their mech suits and their flamethrowers. It's a personal vendetta from, uh, what's his name, Quaritch. Yeah, well, he might be resurrected later on. We might see no, that No, I think he's on. resurrected okay. and that's leading the conflict in the movie. Yeah, yeah. okay. So, that, the reason he knows where they live is because he was there in the first movie. True. Presumably. Sure. And it seems like something he would do. So, they go in, they burn the forest down. Yeah. Very, you know, their home, right? And the family gets to flee. They meet the ocean people and there's going to be mm-hmm. like, and the, the ocean, you know, p- the family, like the leaders will embrace them. They'll say, you know, we're, we're kin. You know, you're welcome to say, seek refuge in our home. But they don't want them to bring their war there. No, exactly, exactly. So there's going to be a lot of uh, Sully's family sort of learning the ropes, you know, learning how to free dive, learning how to swim. So I think the focus will go to the children. Yes. So which I kind of want to break down what I thought was going to, and you probably disagree with me with this. I I didn't know what uh, Nate presence would be. I kind of thought he would be kind of like an angry youth. 
but I could be wrong there. I thought Loak would be the person that had the relationship. No, Loak's a small child. Okay, then well, I'm happy it's to be Nataeum. So Nataeum, Nataeum, and that's going to be a huge focus. Is going to be the relationship and the fact that the relationship is not sort of sanctioned by either families, and that's why I thought that they would die in the end, or want you know like. Oh, really? The the love would kill them. So, that's what I thought would be a big thing. That's interesting. Kiri is the adopted uh, daughter. And based on the trailer, I think Kiri is going to have like a really uh, spiritual presence. She's really connected with- In in the original So, there's a point in the trailer where she says, I can hear her heartbeat. Yes. Even though it makes me sound crazy, I can hear her heartbeat. Who is the her? I don't know. She's referring to. I kind of thought maybe Sigourney Weaver's character, who's dead. Maybe. I I didn't know who that was related to. I thought the mother of Natiri would be killed off, but then- um, Kiri can still feel her presence. That's yeah. what I thought. So that that could e- easily be it. But I think that Kiri is going to have a connection because in in the original movie, there's a huge thing about the spirituality. It's kind of like this existing. Don't like the seeds from a tree like linger on like the chosen one or something yeah, like that. The whole thing is like a tree grows and then it, you know it, it, same they have stuff. Little seeds that float around like little yep. jellyfish. Yeah, it's the connectionness of everything, right? And she's going to be really the connectionness. Yeah, she's <laughs> okay. going to be uh, kid, like connected to that spirituality and, and in a way that all the other characters don't really understand. So she's going to play that kind of like yes. somber, reflective, yes. uh, calm, voice of reason role. Right? Okay. Yep. Uh, I think that- She's not having a romantic relationship in the movie. No. That's no. left to- Left to- names. Well, we decide Nataeum. Yeah, that's left to Nataeum. Nataeum. Um, and the, the next character who's going to have a big part is going to be Spider, who's the human character. His mm-hmm. struggle is going to be not fitting in. Yeah, uh, he doesn't want to be there. I, you know, I think there's going to be- And I think they bully him like the, the yes. water people. <laughs> they bully him because he's a human. Yeah, so he's going to be bullied by the water people. He's not going like, I can breathe on the water. I'm wearing a fucking mask. <laughs> he's, he's, he's not going to feel completely like an, an, a Navi. What I think is going to happen with this child, I don't know if this is what you've got written down in your notes, but I think he's going to be kidnapped by the bad guys. So, the bad guys have this boat. It's like a giant fan boat. So, it looks like it can fly in both the air and land on the water. It's like a seaplane, basically. And I think Quaritch and his villains are going to kidnap this youngest child. What was his name? We're talking about Spider. Spider, Spider, yes. Miles. I think they're going to kidnap Spider. They even give him a human name. How mean. Yes. So, I think they're going to kidnap Spider because he is a human. And they're like, look, you shouldn't be with these people. Like, you don't even like this water place. Um, you know, tell us, give us like all the insights on what's going on. And the whole mission of our heroes is to go onto the ship and rescue Spider from these people. So the Navi, okay. uh, Jake and Natiri have to go in and rescue the child from being captive on the ship. Okay. So we see a lot of scenes in the trailers of them on the ship. The, the ship floods at one point, the ship's on fire at one point. So obviously the big final conflict is on the ship. What other reason would they have to be there aside from all out, you know, war, which I couldn't see the Navi doing, then, you know, they've taken somebody who's precious to them and they have to get them back. Sure. And I think the best candidate is Spider because okay. he's the one who doesn't fit in and he's the one that the enemy going to try and turn against our heroes. That's yeah. my theory. That's, yeah, that's a good theory, I think. That's a, that's a good theory. What I kind of thought that, I thought his struggle would be, again, not being part of the, the family. I think that there's going to be a lot of blame placed on him, whether it's blame that he feels or blame yes. that actually uh, Natari puts on him. I think they're going to have a very rocky relationship. This is going to be a reference that you don't quite get, but it's like the Natiri, John- Natiri, you mean, not Natari. Natiri, yeah. Natiri, yeah. Yeah, Natiri. The mother. Natiri. Um, it's yeah. going to be like Jon Snow, uh, the Jon Snow wow. character where he, he's, he's like not a part From of the Game family. of Thrones, right? Yes, from Game okay. of Thrones. So he's not a part of the family, and the the mother kind of treats him as like an enemy and an outsider. And Kit Harrington. Yes, that's right. Okay, yeah, look, look at that. And I think that you know that that's going to play a huge part with this character is that 
you know, he, we talked about him in Eternals. That's did, how I know his yeah, name. He he doesn't he doesn't quite fit in. Yes. He feels very much like an outsider, which might lead to him at least temporarily turning on his family. And maybe there you go. The Colonel it fits into my theory exactly. The Colonel maybe maybe he decides it could be a factor of him saying, "Oh, I'm a human. I'm not. I'm not accepting this. So, so I'll go with my own people." He might be manipulated to get to that point, yes. or he might be promised to actually be transported into a, a Navi. Because I mean, look, they've done it before. Yeah, they've done it with the maybe. Colonel. They did it with his dad. So, maybe- so you're with me on this whole like kidnapping angle and him. Yeah. you know the bad guys attempting to turn him against his family. Yes, absolutely. Okay, he's cool. he's he's going to have a story arc that is. He's going to learn to accept himself, and his relationship yes. with his mother is going to be fixed by the end of the movie. Maybe yes. she on her deathbed that might happen, but no, I don't think she's going to. They said she's going to be in the next movie, so Nateri right, isn't going okay. to die in this movie. Okay, but the thing is, is that this is a baby that was born or was around and was discovered during the events of the last movie, so maybe there's blame on that. Like he's he he's a human that's he just representative. doesn't feel like he fits in. Well, he's he's representative of this destruction, right? He's the kid okay, of, the, yes. of the people that destroyed and right, killed, okay. killed Natari, Nateri's Natari, whatever the mother's Nateri, yeah. you know the mother's family. So. You know, she looks at him instead of seeing her son. She sees the offspring of people who killed her. Okay, yeah, right. So I think but they still love him. Play, yeah. Well, I think it's going to be a rocky relationship. Sully's <laughs> going to be more close with him. Uh, anyway, and and the last one, Tuck, I think is just a baby that uh, or the child that everyone's just going to spend the movie saving and like getting out of rocky situations. I think it's going to be the human child rather than Tuck. Yeah, well, I think there's going to be... So, Tuck is saw, the eight-year-old daughter. I saw scenes where, like, other characters are saving Tuck and, like, getting her yeah, getting yeah, Tuck okay. out of places. So, I think that's... Yeah, and they're going to be she's teaching- also a contender to be kidnapped as well, exactly. I think. I thought Tuck could be kidnapped as well. But Maybe I, they're both kidnapped. I think Tuck, they're teaching... Should we just say they're both kidnapped? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, and then and then they try to get Spider on their side, so that, yeah, that works. the bad guys try to get Spider I think they're going to call side. him Spider because he's he's a good climber. There you go. Yes. And um, yes. Tuck, Tuck, they're teaching Tuck how to... You know, teaching Tuck how to use the bow and arrow, teaching Tuck all this. Yes. Stuff. So they, they get to mentor yeah, him. We see that. Her. Tuck, her. Her, sorry. So Tuck is that. that you can't thing. tell genders just from looking at the Navi. No, not at all. So, I understand that they have breasts, but, you know, they're yeah. kind of obscured in the trailer. Yeah. But that's that's Tuck's thing. So I think to basically summarize what I think is going to happen, the forest fire is going to happen. They're going to go to the ocean. There's going to be this love story. There's going to be this uh, thing with Spider. Eventually, the whole kidnapping plot, right? Yeah, yeah. Eventually, eventually, it'll all culminate to them going to the army base and them fighting them on the army base. And- it's a ship. It's a it's a boat. Right. Okay. Because so I saw them jumping off. So they have a base. Stuff. So the RDA has a base, but the RDA is very much going to come to the the water tribe. Mm. You know, like in Avatar. You know what I mean? The Waterbenders tribe. Yeah. Uh, they're going to come there and invade. They're going to come in with their mech suits, armed with flamethrowers, and you know, burn down the tribe. And then the water people are forced into battle. Yeah, along with our heroes. So I thought the ship was going to be, you know, the the army attacks the water people, and then the like climax of the movie is where they all group together and then go after, you know, I think the army, the the, the army base. I destroy think the, army the base. ship acts as a mobile base. So. Okay. Like I said, I recently saw Black Panther Wakanda Forever, and the climax of that movie involves the water people, um, the, the Tolokans, there you go. The Submariners people, the Tolokans, they have an epic battle with the Wakandans on, like, a big ship. So, I'm seeing the reverse happening, where, like, the, the ship is a, an important element in the, the RDA's plan. It's their way of, like, conquering this ocean area when, in the same way that they conquered the forest. And the the main base that we see them working on, the main mining operation that we see them working on in the trailer is going to be like in the future. Let's not forget this is a middle movie and a trilogy. Well, it's five movies. So, you know, that's very much a later battle. But the, the big 
non-human conflict in this movie is going to be conquering this this mobile base, which is the the flying ship, the flying boat that uh, Quaritch has. Yeah. And this is where they're holding the kidnapped children. And we see, like, uh, they, they make a, 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 a giant whale creature leap out of the water and land on top of this ship as a way of um, basically Bring, casting yeah. the first stone in the battle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it could easily be that. That makes sense. That would be a spectacle. I think James Cameron. From what I understand, that. these movies are very simple. Yeah, very simple stories with you know a lot of law building and and character development. So I think you know the conflicts. If we just keep them as simple as possible, that's yeah. how we're going to be close. Um, and I think the leader of the RDA as well. She's going to have. She's just doing Edie a Falco's job. Falco's character. It's going to be the colonel that's going to be bringing the conflict. That's right. In. So there's going to be a conflict. Like between- I said, this time it's personal. Yeah. He's very much out for revenge. Yes. And she's going to be like, hey, wh- why are we kidnapping these people? Like, why why are we doing this? Why are we casting? Why are we going and attacking them? Like, that doesn't help our agender at all. And, and Quartz is going to be like, in order for I us- I do that stuff. Yeah. In order for us to expand our mining operation in this area, these people are going to be our, you know, they're going to be the people who come in and they're going to interfere. So, mm-hmm. that's why we have to get rid of them. Yeah. Same plot from the first movie, which I haven't seen. Um, <laughs> do you have anything else to- Everything that you've said so far is exactly what I have, okay. essentially. So, I think a big focus, something that you really braised over there, I think a big focus is- the Na'vi's connection with the world, with Pandora. Oh, yeah, that was a big part so of the So, a large part of this plot will be the our heroes, Jake, Sully, and Neytiri's family, interacting with an environment that they're not familiar with, which is the, the water tribe, the yeah. water kingdom. So where The, the fir- reef people, there you yeah. go. So, where the first movie was Jake being unfamiliar with the world of Pandora. That's right. They're going to be- Learning to plug his hair into- Fish know, out of water. Fish out of water, yeah. yeah. They're going to be learning the world of the-, the Yeah, so yeah, we're going to have a but lot of that. In, where in the first movie, it was Jake and Neytiri's story. It's going to be the children's, children's story, story yes. in this one. And there might be some trials that they have to do. Very, That's right. Very so coming Natea, to America-esque. Yeah, Nateum has to learn to ride one of these weird dolphin creatures. They're going to have a fight with like a giant shark monster. There's a scene in the movie as well. From what I understand, uh, the opening scene of the movie was uh, released. Uh, I don't know if it was officially released, but it actually shows Jake and a young Nateum swimming in the water. So, when Nateum was like a small child, I believe, um, him and Jake go swimming in the water. They come across like a giant whale creature, which has a harpoon in it. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's in pain and they take the harpoon out and the whale thanks them for it. So, we're going to have a flashback. So, the movie is obviously going to open with this flashback. Because, you know, as we know from experience, every movie starts with a childhood flashback. It's the childhood flashback for arguably our lead character who's Nateum. Can I jump in here? He has his connection with the whale. Because I'm seeing in the cast list that Loak is listed here and there's a young Loak as well. Young Loak. I mean, it could be Loak Are we getting confused with Loak here? (laughs) No, no, I'm pretty sure Nateum is going to be like the romantic lead of the movie. Because there's no- But it could be like, in all fairness- like I said, I can't tell the characters apart from watching the footage. I, in all fairness, it could be Loak who has this experience rather than Natea. Because I'm, I'm thinking you're thinking Loak because there's a, there's a young casted. Look, Loak. if I'm wrong, I'm happy to, you know, apologize in the future. But I think the oldest child has to be the one who has the relationship. Right? Why? That's just the thing that's done. <laughs> okay, the Brady enough. Bunch, you know, Greg Brady is going to be the one hooking up with Marsha Brady in the movie. <laughs> okay, so just because in the sequel, it's the sorry. oldest, you yeah, think that's okay. And you know, the the middle children are just there Look, to coming to America, fill in the background, and not be important. It's it doesn't matter because aside from being kidnapped, that it's going to be one of the two characters. I thought it was going to be Loak, but it, if it is Nataim and it is, it doesn't really matter, you know. Okay, so what's your reasoning behind thinking that Loak's going to be the romantic lead of the movie and the one who has to prove himself? I thought. 
because we see young Loak and also because um, I thought I saw him. I thought he has the short hair, but maybe I'm missing it. I can't tell the characters apart. <laughs> I don't know how you can. Anyway, doesn't yeah. But so, look, we'll, look. So, we'll, if it is Loak in the future, you deserve props. Yeah. Okay. But, but I think it's going to be Nateum. Yes, I'm happy to compromise. Only that. because they say he's the oldest, and you know they say he's the oldest child of this family, and then. Who's the lady? Well, yeah. No. Actually, I agree with you because that means he's Raya. the successor, right? Yeah. He's the successor to the and throne. And then Ray so- is the older child of this this other family. Yes. So Very much Romeo and Juliet. So, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I, I completely agree now with you. Yes. It's going to be the two oldest children because they're going to combine the kingdoms. That's right. They're going to yep. bring the kingdoms together. Yeah. Makes sense. Unless he dies, but yes. <laughs> I don't think they're going to die. I don't think they're going to kill him. Right. Like I said, they've got, they've got three other- Sorry. Yeah. Four other movies. Sorry. Yeah. Three other movies to get to. Another thing that I saw in the trailer as well, which I think we should work into the plot, is that when the war comes to the river, the reef, the river tribe, the reef tribe, Nateam will want to fight alongside his father, even though his father's like, you can't fight. I don't want to lose you. Yep. But he's just like, I'm a warrior. I want to be seen as a, as a man. prove himself, yes. That's right. And I want to fight alongside you as a warrior. Yep. So that's very much of like a coming of age thing yep. as well and something that Jake has to accept. And maybe it, like there's a bit of Jake sort of using his human brain- Rather than like accepting the 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 ways of the Navi, which yeah maybe Tame is trying to yeah do. yeah I like that that's good and another thing I think is going to happen as well is because we've you know we've theorized that the two children the two youngest children Spider and um, Tuck are kidnapped and they're on this boat and of course Quaritch and his men are you know trying to turn them against the family and mm-hmm. it, obviously it's not well, going to happen at least Spider because he's the human yeah player. obviously it's not going to happen but I think what's going to happen is the the Reef tribe. And our heroes are going to distract the, the forces while Natiri sneaks onto the boat to mm-hmm. rescue the children mm-hmm. and does so. And maybe Kiri as well. Yeah, possibly. Who knows? Yeah. Can't tell the carriage apart. Could be anybody <laughs> on that boat rescuing okay. anybody. I think, I think that's going to happen. I think they're going to be kidnapped. They're going to save them. I think the, I think first part of the movie will be the, fo- the forest burning down. Middle yeah. part of the movie will be them coming to terms. Well, I wouldn't say that the movie opens with the forest burning down. We're going to be introduced to our characters and okay. then Quaritch is going to so, come in as a conflict maybe 30 minutes into the movie. Open with flashback, childhood flashback. Yes, with the whale. We're going to be reintroduced to the world because we have to be. It's been 15 years. Yes. It's been 13 years. Uh, we see the children to- running through the trees, yep. leaping from vine to We're vine, have floating rock to floating rock. Introduction to each child so we get like a little snapshot of who they are. Yes. Build you up. said Jake teaches Tuck how to use a bow, mm-hmm. which is an important part of the first movie. He has to learn to yeah, learn. cast aside his human guns and take up the Navi learn bow. All these things, learn respect for whatever nature, the, the spiritual. I think it's Awa. Awa is the the, the spiritual yeah, belief whatever. that they have. <laughs> anyway, builds up, and we will we'll probably see what's happening with the military, what's happening with the RDA, what their plans are. We see them bring the colonel back. That's going to have a huge reveal where yeah. he walks in. They're just like, oh, we thought you were I like dead. to imagine he comes out of like a container, like yeah. a container opens up well, it's and like he pops out of it. Well, it's very Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. If, if you take away the the sort of Darth Vader aesthetic, it's very yeah. like that. Take away the interesting element. <laughs> it is very Darth Vader. Anyway, you know, they, they attack the forest. Forest is burned. They lose yeah. everything. They go to the water tribe. The middle part of the movie will just be- Just want to protect my family. Will be about them learning how to live underwater, yeah. them being challenged by that. It's going to be the love Treat story. them as our brothers and sisters. Think, Teach them our ways. I think there's going to be- If you want to live here, you have to learn to ride. There's going to be- The dolphin creature. <laughs> yep. There's going to be like things about, you know, obviously, you know, the human being not part of it, uh, the the adopted children, because there's interesting Kiri things. and Spider are the two adopted children. Yeah, there's because some of the kids have like five fingers and three fingers, and I think some of the human genetics from, or because like the wow. avatar, the avatar is created. Okay. Jake's human seed. 
is mutating well, the so children. There, there is there is a difference between like the man made avatar which Jake oh, is embodying, so, okay. and a born avatar. And so those two combinations, then breeding has has created kind of like a mutant genetic. I think. Okay, cool. I think that's going to play into it. So like that's cool. I like that. Some of the children will be like some of the ocean people will be like you're not you got fully- five fingers. Yeah, what a weirdo! You're not fully Navi, you know. You're not, you know. You're, 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 you're half. Well, like, I can your, do this. Your father is like not, not, not full Navi. So they'll play into all that like racist stuff and all that. Sort okay. Of stuff. Uh, you know, middle part of the movie will then be running, running around, flying around. You know, the love story is going to be a huge part of it. Yeah. And then them learning the way of water. Yeah. Um, is and, the middle part of the and movie. Whether it, it's going to be maybe, maybe the kids go to the army. Maybe I don't army. think they directly go to the army. I think there's going to be an invasion of sorts where um, well, like the, the boat is going to fly sure. in. They have a loss. Colonel tracks them down. Yeah. Attacks them. He doesn't have the support of the RDA, but he goes in. Yeah. They kidnap him. They cause yes. havoc. Yes. They kidnap the two kids. Big discussion of what they should do. Maybe the Ocean Tribe's like, no, this is not our bag. This is not our responsibility. Well, no, I maybe think one because- of the Ocean Tribe members also gets kidnapped. Yeah. I th- well, no, I don't think kidnapped may be possibly killed during yes. the, the brief skirmish. And then the Ocean Tribe are like, you're right. This is a problem. These people, these humans, are a threat to everything on Pandora, not just, you know, the forest. We see that now, which is why we're helping you in this big final battle. Yeah. Let's get a whale to dump itself yeah. onto the boat. Because the other thing as well, I thought, is like the two lovers could be separated and that could add an interesting dynamic also yeah. if they get kidnapped. But uh, maybe that's too many people getting kidnapped. But also, we'll just say Tuck and Spider are kidnapped. Sure. The ocean people are like, look, we, like, we'll, we'll help you. They all work together. Wah! Beautiful moment. They yep. all go in. Massive overpriced action scene. Yep. It's going to be like five different endings as there was in the first movie where people die and they don't die and then they die again and then they don't die and they die again and they don't die. And we'll be all watching our clocks and that's going to be the yeah. movie. And we'll okay. all clap. And, and ja- so obviously with this big final battle with everyone teaming up, they're going to beat Quaritch and his men, but mm. Quaritch isn't going to be killed off nope. because he's going to come back as a bad guy in the next movie. Even if he does die, they can just put him in a new body. Yeah. Yep, yep. But they're not going to kill him off in this in this movie. So the whole conflict is going to be Na'vi versus Na'vi. So we've got avatars versus actual Na'vi. Yes. That's going to be the big thing that we didn't see in the previous movie. Yeah, which is a cool idea. It's a cool idea. Let's cool see idea. how they execute all, it. We, just to give us points, we're also going to see people in mech suits. That's all over yeah. the place. And they're yeah. swimming mech suits, which we didn't see before. Yeah, so they've got little flippers on yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> a little, little. Like uh, Action Man, the Action Man uh, action figures that we had when yeah. as a kid. Remember how like you'd wind well, him up and then he'd like he'd kick his little legs? G.I. Joe for our uh, American listeners that's right. in the UK. That's right. But yes, yes, the little flippers. I love that. Yeah, so the mech suits do that. <laughs> that's what yeah. I'm imagining. Uh, it's going to be very dramatic. It's going to be very over the top. It's going to be very spectacular. It's, yeah, I was going to say it's, it's going to be a spectacle. But ultimately, our family will be safe. I do yeah. think anyone important will die. Think some mm. ocean tribes might die? Uh, you could kill off... Yeah, of course, some ocean people are going to die. But you could kill off one of the children. He's got plenty. Jake's got plenty. All right, what do you want to say? Because I thought one of the two lovers could die. But if it's not going to be them... Mm. I think it, I think uh, Nateam or Loak are the two. I don't think... I, don't I think, think Loak is a prime candidate to be killed off. Okay, okay, cool. Because, you know, that's a tragedy. Won't kill Tuck... And that will lead us into the next movie. Won't kill Spider. Won't kill Kiri. So, yes, sure. Loak dies. Okay, yep. Happy it's to say that. It's a sad moment. Yep. We're all sad. That's very much a prediction, you know, out of left field prediction. <laughs> so, let, let's do that. That's a tragedy. And, uh, yeah. And eventually the movie ends with you either- It ends on a somber note. The, our heroes have to recollect and then work out what they're going to do in the next movie. Right, because it's, the, it's a middle movie. It's the Empire Strikes Back, right? Exactly. It's the, it's the sad moment where we're lost. We it's haven't the lost, two towers. We haven't lost a lot, but we've lost enough and it's going to build it to the next movie, which will be 15 exactly. years later. Um, yeah, and it'll, you know, 
I'm very impressed, Matty D. Everything you brought to the table this week is exactly what I have. Wow, so, so you don't have anything else? We're on the same... No, there's Beautiful. nothing that you have said that I disagree with. There's nothing that you've said that I don't already have down on paper. Cool. Well, that's well. maybe that means we're right. Maybe. Maybe that maybe. means Let's we're see. right. Maybe that means we're on the money unless we're missing something. I mean, we're both not avid uh, academics of this law, this rich history. No. So there's probably a fan out there that gets more... Yeah, know, maybe. That, that knows more what's so going on. So if you have any ideas of what's going to happen in Avatar The Way of Water, please let us know. If you're a massive Avatar fan, I'm sorry that we put you through this agony this episode, <laughs> but uh, you can let us know what you think is going to happen in this upcoming movie. You can send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. You can find us on our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or you can just simply leave us a comment on this episode's page on our Podbean site. Several places you can let us know your thoughts. You know, are you a fan of Avatar? Do you hate Avatar? Let us know anything that jumps into your mind. And yeah, let's wrap it up for another week. You're done talking about Avatar, The Way of Water, and Matty D. The easy part's over. The hardest part is you'll have to go and watch the movie. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Great. So before- I'm bringing you to the- we-, we can watch it together. Yeah, we'll watch it together. I'm actually excited to see it in the cinemas in 3D. Look, I got to say, if you're going to watch this movie, you got to watch it in the cinemas. That's and right. You got to watch it in 3D. That's why I don't think I ever watched Avatar because I missed the cinematic experience, and I'm it's like, a, there's yeah. nothing. It'll be a drawing me in. It'll be a spectacle. So, but yeah, imagine a modern movie like a modern Avatar with modern IMAX technology. Yeah. Watching it on the big screen with fun. 3D glasses, it'll be, be a fun time. And then we, we get to see our, if our predictions came to light. And look, I was very, uh, you know, unpopularly. Didn't like the first parts of the Caribbean movie. Was dragged to the second one and loved it. So maybe I might love this. Wow! I didn't. Oh, that's right. In our Pirates of the Caribbean episode, you said you didn't like the first one. Which I is, like it now, but like at the time, I didn't. Wow, that's such a crazy opinion. It is, isn't it? It's such a Matty D thing. Yeah, <laughs> he liked the second one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so before we wrap it up for another week, let's talk about what we're going to be discussing next week. This is long overdue. This is something we haven't done for a very long time. And I think we learned from our special episode last week, sorry, our movie talk episode last week, that we don't do these often enough anymore because next week we're going to do another one of our special episodes. Okay, so the way that we decide on our special episodes, so we have a massive list of about 60 movies that we pick from and because it's impossible to decide and, you know, we, we want to let fate make our decisions for us, we, we roll a dice twice or a die twice. Regular six-sided die for all of you D&D players out there who might think that we use otherwise. So the first roll of the dice is going to pick which category we're going to be selecting from. So we have six categories, remake, reboot, sequel, prequel, spin-off, and adaptation. And the second roll of the dice is going to select which movie franchise we're going to be remaking, rebooting, sequeling, prequeling, and so on. Nice. Matty D has the dice this week, and he's going to roll it. And let's have a look. Number one. Number one, uh, which is a remake. Have we done a lot of remakes? We haven't done a lot of remakes, so I'm excited. So roll the dice again a second time. We're going to find out what exactly we're going to be remaking. Number five. That's Back to the Future. A Back to the Future remake. Yes. Wow. You could really do anything with that. Yeah, you could. I already have so many ideas. Could make it gritty. Yeah, maybe we'll put in the refrigerator that they're originally going to do. Did you know before they just settled on the DeLorean, no. the time machine was going to be a refrigerator? Really? Yeah, that's right. Another thing, this they, is all going to be stuff we talk about next week. They climb in the refrigerator? That's right. You have to shut yourself into a refrigerator and then you go through time. And the reason that they went with a car rather than a refrigerator- Because you got to travel in style. Is because they didn't want children going and shutting themselves in refrigerators and dying. <laughs> so they were like, we've got to be responsible here. Let's put them in a car instead. 
because kids won't get into a car and die. Great. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to work the refrigerator into my plot. I don't know what you're going to do, Matty D. Right. But, yeah. Well, Dear listeners, if you have any ideas of what could happen in a Back to the Future remake, please let us know. Yeah, let us know. You could do anything with this one. Yeah. Uh, Much beloved classic. The thing with our remakes as well is we can't lean too much on the original. So we're taking like the concept and expanding on that. So anything could happen really. So yeah, please join us next week for a Back to the Future remake. And until then. Until then. Uh, enjoy the way of water. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's throwing his mic down. He's leaving. <laughs> Bye, many <laughs> days. Terry, what do you think about Jake Sully? Oh, Jake Sully. Yes, I have heard of Jake Sully. Did things work out for you guys after the movie ended? He infiltrated our planet to take our unobtivian. Unobtivian? Natiri doesn't know the story of Avatar? I speak the true true. No, that's Cloud Atlas. Yeah, that's just Cloud Atlas.